Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm China. Today is the 12th day of January. Welcome. It is so great to be here with you today. Truly, so great to be here with you. It has been it has been a week for me. Uh, I had a cold, and then Ben kind of had a cold, and then Reagan had a three-day-long fever, and she's cutting all kinds of teeth, and it just kind of knocked her body out. And I've I truly feel like I've been back in the newborn days, um, times like four. I don't know why, but this past couple days has almost seemed harder than newborn days, just in terms of like. Clinginess and nursing her all the time, and um, I love it. Love my child, and I'm just really tired, emotionally, physically, mentally, all the things. So it's really nice to step away for a half a second、um, and to read the word of the Lord together and to kind of recenter. So not sure what your week has looked like, <laughs> but I am really. Just needing a few deep breaths, so maybe you do too. Let's just take a few deep breaths and come around the word of the Lord together. Today we continue with Job thirty-two through thirty-four, with a new international version for this week. These three men stopped answering Job because he was righteous in his own eyes, but Elihu, son of Barakel the Buzite of the family of Ram, became very angry with Job. For justifying himself rather than God, he was also angry with the three friends because they had found no way to refute Job, and yet had condemned him. Now Elihu had waited before speaking to Job because they were older than he. But when he saw that the three men had nothing more to say, his anger was aroused. So Elihu, son of Barakel the Buzite, said, "I am young in years, and you are old. That is why I was fearful, not daring to tell you what I know." I thought age should speak, advanced years should teach wisdom, but it is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. It is not only the old who are wise, not only the aged who understand what is right. Therefore, I say, listen to me. I too will tell you what I know. I waited while you spoke. I listened to your reasoning. While you were searching for words, I gave you my full attention. But not one of you has proved Job wrong. None of you has answered his arguments. Do not say, "We have found wisdom." Let God, not a man, refute him. But Job has not marshaled his words against me, and I will not answer him with your arguments. They are dismayed and have no more to say. Words have failed them. Must I wait now that they are silent? Now that they stand there with no reply, I too will have my say. I too will tell what I know, for I am full of words, and the spirit within me compels me. Inside, I am like bottled-up wine, like new wine skins ready to burst. I must speak and find relief. I must open my lips and reply. I will show no partiality, nor will I flatter anyone. For if I were skilled in flattery, my Maker would soon take me away. But now, Job, listen to my words. Pay attention to everything I say. I'm about to open my mouth. My words are on the tip of my tongue. My words come from an upright heart. My lips sincerely speak what I know. The Spirit of God has made me. The breath of the Almighty gives me life. Answer me then, if you can. 
Stand up and argue your case before me. I am the same as you in God's sight. I too am a piece of clay. No fear of me should alarm you, nor should my hand be heavy on you. But you have said in my hearing, I heard the very words, I am pure, I have done no wrong, I am clean and free from sin. Yet God has found fault with me. He considers me his enemy. He fastens my feet in shackles. He keeps close watch on all my paths. But I tell you, in this you are not right, for God is greater than any mortal. Why do you complain to him that he responds to no one's words? For God does speak, now one way, now another, though no one perceives it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on people as they slumber in their beds, he may speak in their ears and terrify them with warnings to turn them from wrongdoing and keep them from pride, to preserve them from the pit, their lives from perishing by the sword. Or someone may be chastened on a bed of pain with constant distress in their bones, so that their body finds food repulsive and their soul loathes the choicest meat. Their flesh wastes away to nothing, and their bones, once hidden now, stick out. They draw near to the pit, and their life to the messengers of death, Yet if there is an angel at their side, a messenger, one out of a thousand, sent to tell them how to be upright, and he is gracious to that person and says to God, Spare them from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom for them. Let their flesh be renewed like a child's. Let them be restored as in the days of their youth. Then that person can pray to God and find favor with him. They will see God's face and shout for joy. He will restore them to full well-being. And they will go to others and say, I have sinned, I have perverted what is right, but I did not get what I deserve. God has delivered me from going down to the pit, and I shall live to enjoy the light of life. God does all these things to a person, twice even three times, to turn them back from the pit, that the light of life may shine on them. Pay attention, Job, and listen to me. Be silent, and I will speak. If you have anything to say, answer me. Speak up, for I want to vindicate you. But if not, then listen to me. Be silent, and I will teach you wisdom. Then Elihu said, Hear my words, you wise men. Listen to me, you men of learning. For the ear tests words, as the tongue tastes food. Let us discern for ourselves what is right. Let us learn together what is good. Job says, I am innocent, but God denies me justice. Although I am right, I am considered a liar. Although I am guiltless, his arrow inflicts an incurable wound. Is there anyone like Job, who drinks scorn like water? He keeps company with evildoers. He associates with the wicked. For he says, there is no profit in trying to please God. So listen to me, you men of understanding. Far be it from God to do evil, from the Almighty to do wrong. He repays everyone for what they have done. He brings on them what their conduct deserves. It is unthinkable that God would do wrong, that the Almighty would pervert justice. Who appointed him over the earth? Who put him in charge of the whole world? If it was his intention, and he withdrew his spirit and breath, all humanity would perish together, and mankind would return to the dust. If you have understanding, hear this. Listen to what I say. Can someone who hates justice govern? Will you condemn the just and mighty one? 
Is he not the one who says to kings, You are worthless, and to nobles, you are wicked? Who shows no partiality to princes, and does not favor the rich over the poor? For they are all the work of his hands. They die in an instant, in the middle of the night. The people are shaken, and they pass away. The mighty are removed without human hand. His eyes are on the ways of mortals. He sees their every step. There is no deep shadow, no utter darkness, where evildoers can hide. God has no need to examine people further, that they should come before him for judgment. Without inquiry, he shatters the mighty and sets up others in their place. Because he takes note of their deeds, he overthrows them in the night and they are crushed. He punishes them for their wickedness, where everyone can see them, because they turned from following him and had no regard for any of his ways. They caused the cry of the poor to come before him, so that he heard the cry of the needy. But if he remains silent, who can condemn him? If he hides his face, who can see him? Yet he is over individual and nation alike, to keep the godless from ruling, from laying snares for the people. Suppose someone says to God, I am guilty, but it will offend no more. Teach me what I cannot see. If I have done wrong, I will not do so again. Should God then reward you on your terms, when you refuse to repent? You must decide, not I. So tell me what you know. Men of understanding declare, Wise men who hear me say to me, Job speaks without knowledge. His words lack insight. Oh, that Job might be tested to the utmost for answering like a wicked man. To his sin he adds rebellion. Scornfully he claps his hands among us and multiplies his words against God. Something that I hear and notice a few times in today's scripture is that silence is being equated with, or like silence listening is, and listening is equated with wisdom. And that feels true to me because like that would make sense because a lot of times I feel like I get in conversations like I'm guilty of this or I get into conversations and I like I hear somebody say something and I'm like oh yeah like I can relate to that or I have something to say to that and like I don't even hear the rest of what someone's saying because I'm like oh yeah yeah like I just I, I want to share what I have to say and that's definitely not good communication skills um, because it's like, well, we need to be present with who's speaking in front of us and to like focus on what they are saying and to maybe even ask the question of, okay, um, did you want to be heard or do you want feedback? And sometimes they may say, I just want to be heard. And you're like, okay, great. I hear you. Do you need anything from me in this moment? Or do you need anything in this moment? And, you know, if they do want feedback to be able to be like, okay, I'm, I have questions about this. This is what I'm curious about. I want to better understand. And I feel like that is a, like a communication tip that feels like wisdom, but then also to just listen and hear someone's heart. And something that one of my best friends has taught me is that you may not understand what someone's saying, or you may get to the end of it and I think sometimes it's just very cultural to be like, oh, they want me to speak into this. Or the reason why they're sharing is because they want me to say something or I feel uncomfortable with what they're talking about. And so I, I don't know what I should say, or maybe I should just 
start talking or I'll just divert the conversation. And just to really engage and to ask questions or to be able to say, hey, I don't I don't really know what to say right now. I don't know what it is that you need from me. And so I think those things feel like wisdom and also like pertaining to this conversation that's being had today to remember the Lord's heart for us. And I am so grateful for those people in my life and the people that are coming around Job's life to say, hey, actually the things that you're believing aren't true about the Lord. These are not characteristics. These aren't attributes of who he is. And I don't know if you have forgotten or if you just need to be remembered, but this is the truth. And this is who he says you are. And this is this is the truth. And so let's focus here. And I think that's a great person to be and a great person to have in your life. And I just love that that was even shared today because just with like the stacking of hard days that I've had, um, just remembering that the Lord is for us and that he cares about the things that are happening in our lives and that he wants to be Lord over all of it and not just the things that are at a 10, you know, that we like save our 10 for God in terms of like our threshold that we can handle of like pain, but he wants to be involved in year one, I guess. Um, I think he just wants to be a part of it all or just to, to be invited. And something that I forget is, oh, I can ask the Lord to just be in the little things with me. I don't have to figure this out. On my own. I don't have to get through today in my own strength because I can't get through 9 a.m. in my own strength. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm thankful for the scripture that just gently reminds us of those things that we can so easily forget. So Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the story of Job that is instilling so much wisdom in us this year, just in our communication styles, the way that we commune with you, Lord, the way that we talk with others and the way that we can be aware of just conversations that we're having with ourselves and how to better steward and better cultivate wisdom. And God, I thank you that ultimately it comes from you. And so, Lord, I pray that you would fill us up with your wisdom, that you would show us and guide us. And dare we even pray that you would allow situations to happen where we would gain wisdom. And maybe that's what this past weekend has been for me. So, Lord, I pray that you would refresh your people and that their sleep would be bountiful and plentiful and um, just that their days would be filled with restoration and strength and Holy Spirit, I just thank you that you're breathing upon us and guiding us in our breath. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com is our website. That's the place of connections where you can see what is happening here in the community. So be sure to check that out. If you have prayer requests and things that we as a community can come alongside of you and encourage you and pray over you, We have a prayer request line, and you can call in uh, using the phone number 800-583-2164. And if you listen through the app, you can also record your prayer request through there. And those get sent in and played at the end of every day's podcast. That is all for today. I'm China. I love you. And I'll be waiting for you here.
tomorrow. Hi, DABC. I am JV Sink from the UK. I want to respond to a few uh, prayer requests that I've heard on the po- uh, this podcast. Almighty God, you are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, creator of all things, also the world's rightful ruler. Father, I just want to pray a blanket prayer to cover those that are in need of your help. Also, some names that came to mind, Rene, who is homeless and needs a place to stay and even may lose her job in the process. So Lord, I pray that you will take control of this situation. You know everything that is going on. Also, Debbie, uh, depressed, suicidal, and needs help in regards to loving herself. Father, I know that if we learn to love you first and then our neighbor, it will lead to us loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves too. So Lord, I pray this in Jesus' name. Lord, it's not your will that anyone should perish So, Father, I asked if you would step in and bring healing and restoration. Also, uh, Lisa and her business, I pray for a breakthrough in Jesus' name. Lord, I know for sure that you love each and every one of us, John 3.16 tells us. So, I pray for every prayer request uh, since January the 1st this year till now. There's nothing that is impossible for you to do. Philippians 4 verse 13 also tells us, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me even when it seems impossible. So Lord, I pray all of this in the name of Jesus, Yeshua, our soon coming King. Amen. Grace and peace, DABC family. Happy New Year. This is uh, your brother, Brother Lenny, the true seeker, calling out of the Frederick, uh, Maryland area. And certainly just wanted to reach out. listening and uh, heard the prayer request from our dear sister Renee who is uh, experiencing some uh, homelessness and uh, the issues of being unhoused. Certainly wanted to just lift up a prayer um, for her now. Will you pray with me? Most holy and gracious God, I thank you for Renee's transparency, her vulnerability as she uh, came before you and your people just uh, crying out in regards to her current situation. God, we know that you are a God uh, who is a provider. Uh, You are a God who is a sustainer. And so on today, I'm just praying that you will continue to just be with Renee during this time of transition. I ask that your grace and your peace, your love, your strength will continue to be with her. We're asking uh, right now that you would just uh, open up doors of, of resources, open up uh, doors that uh, no man can shut as she continues to uh, walk during this time of uncertainty. Give her the peace that surpasses all understanding. Uh, God, I ask that you will put her on the mind of those who have the ability to meet her need. And we are just uh, believing that uh, your will is going to be done in this situation that uh, you are already making ways uh, for her to have what she needs as far as housing security. Uh, God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you for all the ways in which you are continuing to bless her. And we just ask that you continue to keep a hedge of protection on her, over her during this time. Thank you so much, the ABC family. Renee, we're praying for you. God bless. Hi, this is Victoria Soldier calling to say Happy New Year 
And I want to talk to, want to say, want to say a prayer for my precious sister who moved from California to Washington. I think her name is Debbie. I wanted to pray for you, my precious sister. You don't have a need to be isolated. You need to reach out, my precious sister. God has a beautiful gift for you, and He has a beautiful surprise for you. Just reach out to the person. Reach out and let God have his way. God wants to open doors for you that no man can close. And he want to close doors that no man can open. Lord, we ask you to take her away from that 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 shell of, of hiding, that shell of not wanting to be outward, and give her the strength and the fortitude and the personality to go out and make things happen for that precious baby that you've given her to raise, that you've given her to be a part of the life that you've given that precious father who wants to be a part of your life rather you have her to talk and to come together Lord to raise that precious baby well Lord we just ask that you have your way in my sister's life and let her know that the devil wants to take away what you have for her let the weak say I'm strong and the strong say I'm stronger father we just ask you to bless her we just ask you to open doors for her we just ask you to bless her with your mighty hand and Lord we give you the glory we give you the honor and the praise and Lord I pray for you for your people, Lord. I pray for her and that precious baby. And thank you, Lord, for not letting her letting her go through with the with the with the suicidal. But Lord, let her go with the with the living. Let her look look to the hills which come at her help. Let her help come from the Lord. Lord, we just thank you and we praise you and we magnify you for the victory in my precious sister's life. And Lord, we give you the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Have a great day, Dabas. Love you all. Happy New Year. Hi, DABC family. My name is Jennifer, and this January 11th is the one-year anniversary of my dad's passing. I ask that you lift myself, my sister, our husbands, and my mom, who lost her partner of 52 years, up in prayer for comfort. Uh, The one true comfort that we have is that we know he went home to be with the Lord. So we are thankful for that, and we get to see him again when our time is done on this earth. I also ask that you continue to lift all those who are mourning the loss of loved ones. I know we have several within our own DABC community who have lost loved ones within the you know year, year two years, um, but. Also, there are several outside of our community who I know of that have lost loved ones recently. So I just ask that you do a blanket prayer for all who have lost loved ones. I so appreciate you all, and I covet your prayers, and I am praying for all of you. Thank you, family. 